The Those Guys with Ships Show is brought to you by Engine. Create your free community website at enjin.com. I ate the whole thing. Oh, I'm worried now. Tom, tom, tom. What exactly did Central. you eat? Uh, nothing. But I just really wanted to say it. Uh, that was actually uh, yesterday. What well, I ate the whole Jimmy, thing. Jimmy, if 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 Jimmy Stewart was going to do an Alka Seltzer commercial, what would it sound like? Well, now, first of all, well, I don't. Wow, I almost went into Bill Cosby there. For a a little bit. You know what? I'm not. I'm not even. <laughs> like, you did Jello I, it's a little late in it. A little late in the game. I think I think I'm going to go ahead and skip the Jimmy Stewart. You uh, need to punch out. Punch out. <laughs> I'm gonna, what I'm I was looking punch, for. We're going to punch out on this one, Grape. I was looking for plop, plop, fizz, fizz. Oh, what a relief it is. Well, that was pretty good. <laughs> very nice. That's, That's not impressive. That was very good. Sir. We were, we were uh, trading Jimmy Stewart impersonations uh, on the last show. I cannot well, wait to hear it. Entire first show. I can't wait to listen to that. Voice. That's going to be amazing. Uh, uh, <laughs> wait, wait, the entire show? The entire show. The entire show. That it's all actually Jimmy sounds a little bit like torture, to be honest. Except, except for Miley Cyrus for 15 seconds in the middle. Oh, oh my! Well, I mean, if you had to came, pick one, why came not in her? like a wrecking ball. Came in like a wrecking ball. <laughs> came in like a wrecking ball. Oh, you know she's she's doing a movie or she's doing some sort of a, a made for a streaming series with Woody Allen. Really, what? really, Woody Allen of all people. You know, he's kind of what? a weird cat anyway. So. A little bit. Well, she yeah. she 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 did a fair turn acting for for Disney. Yeah, yeah but that wasn't yeah. her current persona. Yeah. That was that no. was Miley no. Cyrus, the adorable Disney uh, character. It wasn't Miley Cyrus in Montana. No. Yeah, she she spent yeah. the last what five years doing everything she can to get away from. You that. know what? Pretty she did a good much. job. Yeah, yeah she, yeah, she succeeded in that sense. With a quickness. Seeing her so naked, I almost feel like I dated her. Yeah. Oh my! <laughs> Sorry. Wow. We are Those Guys with Ships, and this is episode 61 of the Those Guys with Ships show, our Star Citizen Organization Community Podcast. Welcome to the chickening! I saw that link. I'm sorry, what? I'm going to tell you, Gleep, you are a disturbed individual if you're the one who posted that. (laughs) You know, I didn't watch it on purpose, now I'm going to have to. Be glad you didn't. It's it's um oh, this, it's interesting. This, I like it when it gives you content warning. That, that we will not be posting a link to this in the show notes. We were never here. This conversation that never happened. That is the happened. YouTube, the modern day YouTube equivalent of what's referred to as YouTube poop. I don't know. I don't know, but I can't stop watching it. <laughs> you are a disturbed <laughs> what individual. What's going on here? It's like like Miley Cyrus on a wrecking ball. <laughs> I would I would wager the chickening is worse, but. What the worse F is better on <laughs> later on after the episode we'll you can watch it and we'll hear your horrified responses for posterity. I'm flipping through well, it I, and it's this is terrifying and I you, can't stop watching. 
Mark, mm-hmm. you may notice that our other uh, Black Guard commander uh, makes a brief appearance. Does he really? G- Johnny does? He does. He does. Actually, quite a bit. He's there quite a, quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, in his creepy entirety. Look at that. Right through the wall there. Oh. Yep. yep. There you go. Yeah. Well, you know, I just wanted to leave you guys with that because it's walkabout time. Gleep is going to be gone next week, but the shows will go on. Um, Ace has has generously agreed to sit in with Jimmy for the verse cast, and then Mark and Ace are going to be there for the community show next week. And then the week after that, of course, is President's Day weekend, which means that we all get to take a nice break for ourselves. The week of the 22nd, everything returns to normal. God help us all. You're going to get a double normal. shot of Ace. Ooh. <laughs> I'm driving the bus. 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 So is this is this going to be the episode where things go completely off the rails and the, the uh, show dies in a fiery <laughs> guess death? The, you're gonna have to get the cricket. Uh, you're gonna need the cricket soundbite on cue, just in case. Oh, you guys I know, right? Yeah. What's uh, going on in the? Oh, I can't remember. Ace, what is this? Cricket, cricket, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, um, Jimmy, it's time for... Around the Interverse. I decided I'm going to make up a new one every time. I like it. <laughs> it sounded very... You, you just uh, it started a little Superman, didn't it? As I say, it sounded a little bit like... It was, yeah. I was going a little bit Superman. I just watched Supergirl the other day, so it kind of just... It felt right. That is an awesome show. I've only watched the first three episodes, so if you've ruined anything, I will chop your hands off. It gets better. Wow. Wow. In a friendly way. It gets way. better. In a friendly way. In a, fr- in a friendly way. <laughs> <laughs> then you can't have finger guns. Thanks there, Darth Vader. No disrespect or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's going on around the universe? Well, uh, starting over at Twitter at the TGWS hashtag, um, Gleep. Yeah? What is the weird creepy leg thing or things from last week's show image are those stools yeah i had to wonder about that myself they don't look like bar stools it depends on what bar you're going to okay i'm gonna leave that well enough alone yeah those are those are um um interesting (laughs) that's a term you can use for that yeah, wow. wow. There's a whole new meaning to, can I push your stool in? Oh, oh wow. My. Can, oh, you went see, there. You went there. <laughs> you attacked it like a pro. <laughs> uh, you know, I do what I can. Oh, uh, legs for radio, though. I mean, come on. Uh, yeah, no, it's just a little on the creepy side. Moving on to uh, uh picked Life is Strange as his game of the year. Has anybody played this? Oh, my little shipper heart. Uh, Life is I've strange. Seen it. I'm no, no. It. not because I wouldn't. Ace, have you played it? I uh, I don't have a PlayStation Four, so I don't. I can't play it. Um, is, isn't it on Steam? Is it on Steam? Is it on Steam? Maybe. I may have unintentionally ruined. I, I've basically uh, uh, basically uh, uh, steeped myself in Life is the Life is Strange fandom. Basically, following the stuff oh. and learning about the story and. Um, it's it's pretty intense. Yeah, it's a basic, the basic plot is that it's a photography student who discovers she has the ability to rewind time at any moment, kind of leading to a butterfly effect. Kind of similar to, um, Gleep, you'll probably remember this, the movie Run, Lola, Run. Yeah. It was a good movie. 
I was gonna, think was of, I was gonna think of the 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 terrible Jim Carrey movie by the name of Butterfly Effect, but no, that was that was wasn't that wasn't that Ashton Kutcher? No, I think it was uh, the uh, Jim Carrey was was in like Room Forty Two or something. Numbers wasn't it like numbers? Yeah, numbers like was yeah, numbers yeah, was yeah. that. Ashton Kutcher was Butterfly Effect. That's uh, right. Room Forty Two, I believe, was John Cusack. Yes. Yeah. I was Jimmy wow. Stewart. Yeah. Star was in a wonderful life. <laughs> That's so. Gleep, you, so are all over, Ace, you are all over the place, Gleep. Thank you. So, Ace, so you've played you've played this game. Yeah, it's okay, it is. My my wife's played it, and she said it's 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 awesome. It is. It is also heart wrenching, and it will stomp on your heart and guts. But it's beautiful and sad. Nice. Mm. So, okay. Well, there'll well, be. There'll be a link in the uh, show notes to the game if anybody wants to go check it out. I'm curious about this now. There is yeah. there is also a wonderful, I am too, actually. Uh, there's also a wonderful Metal Gear Solid, uh, uh, not spoiler, but shout out that someone made on YouTube that I'll link you guys. That's from Lifeless Strange at some point. Hmm. Cool. Nice. Matt uh, Alita posted a link to CIG's one and only Gurmak. Uh, his uh, professional page, which I guess he just updated, which uh, features all manner of uh, CIG ship creation. Have you guys had a chance to go over and check that out? I have I not. Did. Pretty neat. Pretty neat. It it's is. An, it is um, an impressive resume uh, of uh, images that go from the Constellation Phoenix uh, through oh, the Mustang this, variants. This is the guy Carrick. who does some of the best drawings for Star Citizen. Yes. Yeah. He does some of the yeah, some of the best concept art for CIG. I He's love his terrible. Vanguard art. Yeah. His Vanguard mm-hmm. art is my desktop. Yeah. That's so cool. Yep. yep. So I guess he just updated his page. So thank you, Matt, for uh, sending that link or posting that link, rather. Uh, from uh, Umaroth, uh, there is an article talking about CIG's $15 million investment into uh, Foundry 42. Um, I find this to be uh, interesting right at the time when the two games are branching off. Yeah, yeah, that is interesting. That is interesting. And that's, you know, $15 million, that is not an insignificant amount of the money raised. I mean, that's No, that's, probably, that's a significant chunk. It is, but on the other hand, probably, Foundry 42, that's the... Uh, no, wait, CIG... England, wait, is Foundry 42 part of CIG England? Because there's one part, there, there's an English yes, studio. Are, yes. Yeah, the yeah. English studio has like the most employees of the entire SIG family. Well, they got to get they yeah. got to get Squadron 42 out the door. Yeah. Stat. yeah, so I mean, so. that makes sense. That's where they're going to make, that's where they're going to draw people in. You get that really good game. Everyone be like, I, now I want to play in this universe. You know? Yeah, they, um, yeah. and the UK gives, um, gives uh, some pretty good uh, incentives for businesses that um, uh, are producing. It's a really weird thing. It has something to do with creating British products. Um, and uh, the, the criteria for making a British product, and I'm remembering this from something I read a long, long time ago, but the criteria for making British products is, um, is pretty loose. So, um, you know, pretty much if, if, most of the, um, if most of the intellectual development or the manufacture or the de- uh, creation of, of a product happens inside the UK, then it's a British product or something like that. Hmm, interesting. Um, so anyway, there, there's a good business reason for Manchester to be getting as big as it is. Well, and, and I, think, um, I think, Mark, you absolutely hit it on the head. Um, Squadron 42 is, is, in my opinion, the, the biggest and most important release initially. Um, the, it's got to be a AAA title. It's got to be exceptional. It's got to blow people's doors off. Um, it's got to basically be another wing commander. 
Um, if it if it hits that level of success, a fifteen million dollar investment is nothing. Yeah, oh, absolutely. if if, if you know, the uh, uh, profits from games like Mass Effect and the Halo universe are any any indication, you get a really good AAA title. It'll fund everything for the next ten years. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, and that feeds into uh, Squ- uh, Squadron Forty Two Two Part Two Part Three. That feeds into uh, finishing the open world sandbox that is Star Citizen. Um, I think Mark, you're absolutely right. Is they they get that game out, they they hook people, they bring people into the Star Citizen you know community, and the game is you know got its shelf life basically. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Plus, I mean, let's be Squadron. honest. This is nothing for marketing. No. And this is this is correctly their marketing. Yeah. You, know, you give them this stuff yeah. and say, hey guys, here you go. You know, more money. Let's make this game as good as possible. Put that extra polish on it. You know, hire whoever you have to to make it happen. Because uh, I mean, this is the marketing for the other, you know, the other two games, you know, afterward or the other two episodes, as well as you know, the Star Citizen universe. It's going to take a little longer to get out there, so they've got to have some yeah. hype there. Really want people to play, you know, whoever the main character is or whoever their favorite, uh, you know, wingman happens to be. They want to play that life, and that's what's going to get them in there. Kind of, kind of like the, uh, you know, the. Uh, the uh, you know the Spartans and things like that. You know you want to play those characters and you're dying to. So you'll you'll do anything to get there. Yeah, and, and a lot of people um, a lot of people have tossed around the Half Life reference, um, where they, they've kind of jokingly said that you know potentially Star Citizen is like Half Life Three. And, <laughs> Except for and, that, Half Life Three, from all indications, has absolutely no development going on because functionally well, speaking, monetarily speaking, there's no interest in Valve to make it. Well, that that's kind of the 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 joke is that like you know because everyone wants a Half Life three and it's just not going to happen, and kind of the joke has been that like Star Citizen is kind of your your default you know that that is the that type of universe that you're going to be able to live in, so you know if if it satisfies that that group of people as well. The game's got a lot of potential, and I think the fifteen million dollar investment is good uh, is a is a good investment in in that. Uh, office and also it, it coincides with the splitting of the games, uh, with Star Citizen proper being its own entity and Squadron Forty Two as of Valentine's Day being its own entity and two, a price tag for each of those two games uh, separately. So, all makes sense. You know they're moving forward, and I think that they've got a lot of faith in Squadron Forty Two, which means it potentially is going to be an exceptional product. And, uh, you know, they're making the investment to, to get it across the finish line. It's worth pointing out that if they're reaching the point where they're ready to start splitting Squadron 42 off, that says a little bit about their readiness for the game. Remember that yeah. when Arena Commander uh, first appeared, they started removing Alpha and Arena Commander from the packages because it was, it was here. Um, so that says something about their closeness, I think. with I mean, obviously, we've seen stuff like the trailer with... Uh, Gary Oldman that you know they're way farther along than we really think they are I think my my prediction is and I want to hear what your guys predictions are as well but my prediction is we're going to see Squadron 42 uh, third quarter of 2016 and we're going to see Star Citizen proper first or second quarter of 2017 I would agree with that I would I would actually suggest like my hope is that they go for a November release because, uh, with my disappointment in the Halo franchise, I need a new a new November release to look forward to. Your, your new holiday season, yeah. You know, I think. Yeah. 
honestly, I think that uh, the splitting off is a good sign and kind of where they're at. You know, you, I think what we'll see, we'll know it's almost done when we start seeing a whole lot of updates coming for other stuff. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. when those that, when that, those ships variants that, start yeah. pumping out, and we start seeing a lot more content all of a sudden popping up in the stars. You know, in the in, in the PU, I think that'll be a really good indicator that hey, they've really locked down. Now they're just doing you know quick poly. You know, now they're just doing the, the, the very minor things with with the uh, Squadron Forty Two. I think that'll be a good 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 way to gauge that. So I'm hoping we start seeing that happen sometime this summer. That way, you know, then they've got several months. I mean, because the, the way the distribution works, you know, you have to have that. Unless they're doing it all, uh, if they're not doing any kind of actual physical merchandise, it's a little bit different. But um, if they're doing any kind of physical merchandise with these copies, you, know, you have to have that, dis- you know, those into distributors. So, or, you, know, pr- you know, to produce them and distribute them and get them out there, you know, extremely far in advance. So it's not just like, hey, we stopped working on it this week and now we're going to shut, you know, now, now we're ready to go. It's like, hey... You know, two months down the line, we gotta know this is done. Here's our final product, and yeah, they can continue to iterate on it and do different things, but they have to have something that is at least playable in the hands of you know whoever makes the the CD copies and stuff at, at a relatively early you know early before time they say as they say it goes gold. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's the final print. Yep. But we'll see. I think yeah that Squadron Forty Two is going to come out on December eighteenth. 2016. Interesting. <laughs> Star Very Citizen. Specific. Star Citizen will release the same day that Star Wars Star Wars Episode Eight opens. Interesting. Really, that's my that's a, that's a girlfriend in high school's birthday. Who knew? Aww. Yeah. Very who, nice. Who think I right. remember that well, one? We, we will see. We we will. It has now been marked and noted. Uh, Aaron, An- Aaron Ander uh, watched episode 8 of The Expanse and now says he officially wants to salvage in Star Citizen. No spoilers! I'm going to stop him right there and say no spoilers. I just started watching. Uh, the missus and I watched episode 1 over the weekend. And uh, pretty cool. Pretty Which cool. Which platform did you get that on there, Jimmy? Um, I, we There was a marathon on Sci-Fi, and so we uh, recorded the first uh, four episodes. Interesting. Oh, okay. So it's not streamable anywhere? I don't think so. You have to buy a, I believe you have to buy a season pass right now. Mm. But we're, we're going to see if the four if the first four episodes hook us, which it seems like they are, um, then we'll probably end up getting the season pass. Oh yeah, you oh, get that fourth okay. episode. Yeah, you're yeah. Yeah. You get through yeah. that one you're you're right. good. Nice. Yeah. And uh, finally from over at uh, the uh, TGWS hashtag, uh, Mark Van Hoos posted an image that clearly explains the uh, gamer uh, that is lawful good, neutral good, chaotic good, lawful neutral, true neutral, chaotic neutral, lawful evil, natural evil, and chaotic evil. Um, I am. There'll be a link in the show notes to the image. Uh, let's just say that uh, it does a pretty good job of summing up. I've played with all these guys. Right? Yes. See if they yes, really I fit the archetypes. Well. Bring my D&D back. Let's see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me yep. see. Sort of uh, shoddily clad um, white guys in their 20s and 30s. Yep. That's it. Yep. Perfect. <laughs> I do. <laughs> oh, the chaotic uh, while, evil while guy. I happen, it's just so While true. I happen to uh, certainly embody some of this, I do find it mildly offensive. Just mildly Maybe I'm true neutral. I'm just like, mm, I'm not sure how I feel yeah. about that. What about the actually, whole picture? I, I would say, say again about the whole image. Yeah, yeah. yeah I would really. say, Ace, you are definitely true neutral. It's like, eh, mm, okay. Although I will admit, <laughs> uh, 
I, I do sort of sometimes feel like uh, lawful neutral when we're playing Arma. I was going to say, I think I fall in the lawful neutral category when I'm playing Arma. <laughs> Looking at that stuff, you don't, you don't get the chance to do anything else. It's kind of where you're at. I shouldn't say that. You do get I think I, I think I fall into uh, I think I fall into uh, chaotic neutral. How do I crouch? How do I know yeah. which team I'm yeah. on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. What that's, is going that's on unfortunately here? Unfortunately, true. Yeah. Uh, over at uh, versecast.org, uh, Dietrich uh, posted uh, an interesting uh, what who Gleep truly is. Gleep true thoughts on Star Wars. Uh, this, on the future of the Star Wars films. Uh, so there's an interesting link there uh, to two videos. The first video is an adorable little uh, Grover clip uh, or Gleep clip uh, of Grover trying to, uh, to uh, sell somebody popcorn at the movies. But what's really interesting is the next clip, which uh, shows uh, Grover or shows shows Grover doing a, a skit, but overdubbed with uh, Yoda's voice. Fantastic. I, I am Yoda. I like everything I'm hearing and about that. So Dietrich goes on after the two videos, which you absolutely have to watch. He goes, all kidding aside, Frank Oz uh, was the voice for Yoda and for Grover, a.k.a. Gleep. So Gleep is Grover, A equals B, and B equals C, and C equals D. So... By the substitution property, he declares, Dietrich declares, that Gleep is Yoda. I find this logic sound. Yoda I am. Oh, that's a bad impersonation. But I I find the logic sound. True it is. uh, Yoda I am. Oh, God, that's terrifying. (laughs) Kill it with fire. It's creepy. It's so good. Perfect. I like it. Um... Another post by Dietrich, uh, which we're starting to run long, but it's a great topic, and I, I wish we could could spend some time on it. But I think we, to be fair, I think we touched on this last week. Um, Dietrich posts, uh, "What kind of balance do you want to see in Star Citizen?" Um, and so there's a lot of conversation back and forth about about the balance of the game, and we all kind of talked about this last week. And I think uniformly we all kind of agree that that the balance that that CIG's on the right path in striking a balance between actual like player squ- skill, like Twitch based skill, um, and equipment modification. Would yeah. we all agree on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I, I think, and I think you are really right that this is one of those things that um, uh, the forum is a perfect place to have this conversation. Um, we could fall into Sarlacc's lair. If we're not careful. <laughs> yes, <here. laughs> yes, being digested slowly over the course of a thousand years. Uh, exactly, that's a lot of indigestion. So, yeah. Uh-huh. Let, let's, um, let's avoid that. Yeah, but, but I, but like I said, to be fair, I think we all we we had a pretty deep conversation about this last week. Um, but Dietrich's thread is is a great way for you to share your opinion on how you feel um, CIG is doing and or will do in regards to balancing the game. Backfirus mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> brought up uh, Starfarer Basketball League. Perfect. I think uh, I think this Perfect. is great. Uh, white men can jump in zero g. <laughs> white men can float. <laughs> but uh, he posted a couple of pictures of the uh, cargo hull, uh, the the, in, the interior hull shots uh, that we've seen before of the cargo bay for the uh, star g. And yeah, he's right. It's the perfect size for a basketball court. 
It really yeah, is. It looks just like honestly, it looks just like one. Let's be real about this. It looks like 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 a gym. Yeah, it really yeah. does. No, totally. Hey, this uh, is, the Titanic had a full size gym on it, so we all know how that worked go. out. What? Yeah, really. <laughs> that went over well. Yeah. Or went under. <laughs> oh. It went under well. Oh, this I guy. See what you did there. Into the some uh, some amazing and awesome Versecast website stats. We've surpassed 250 members on the website. Woo! Over 2.5 million views in the forums. Oh my wow. god! Over 17,000 posts and 1,200 threads. I'm going to suggest that the vast majority of that is either Dietrich or Janto. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, most viewed thread is still the Fleet uh, Breed by Spaz. Uh, at uh, 26,045 views. Go to the hangar page if you haven't already. There you go. Most viewed non-Star Citizen thread is Arc Survival Evolved Tips and Tricks uh, by uh, Solidusty. Sol- Thank you, Solidusty. Uh, at around uh, 7,821. Mm-hmm. We've, uh, we've had around 70 members submit their ships to the hangar page with a total of 380 ships so far. Uh, to uh, reiterate Gleep's earlier statement, don't forget to submit your ships to versecast.org slash ships. And remember, you can always stay anonymous if you like. Uh, also, remember, you can edit your submissions in case you've gleeped or ungleeped anything. Yeah, that's a term. Needs to stay that way. It happens. Yep. Yes, that is absolutely often, a term. Considering how often Gleep's ships fall to his torch, yes. Yes, gleeping, oh, gleeping is show. definitely a thing. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, happened yeah. again, huh? Well, we have tokens now. What? Oops. You did it. Uh, (laughs) Sounds amazing. All right, people. Move on. Nothing to see here. Just a blowtorch. Exactly. Uh, Even uh, from Jonto, even if you're not a TGWS member, we'd love to see you on Versecast.org. Our forums are open to all types of discussions, and our TeamSpeak server is available to everyone for chatting with friends, uh, even outside TGWS or Star Citizen. Uh, Also, don't forget to introduce yourself uh, in the introduction subforum after you've registered so we can all get to know you a little bit better. Uh, That is the voice of Jonto reaching in from the great beyond. Great beyond being not the actual podcast. (laughs) The great beyond. He's dead? What? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All of the links can be found in the show notes. He was so young. He was so young. And uh, that is it for Around the Interverse. Wow, it was impressive. Mm-hmm. Wow, that was that was a, that was just kind we're, of a we let it we let it die. We're going with yeah. that. Ace, that's terrifying. Gleep. What's going on in the loop? I gotta say, I like. Uh, Mark, I, I like your your bass countertone to everybody else's high pitch. Right, I decided to go bass. Yeah, I like it. I've got, like I got nice. a pretty good range for singing. I thought I need to bring that in here. Very nice. Rocket, rocking the three point harmony. First things first, I do want to give a shout out to Fable Junkyard for suggesting we dedicate some time to discussing Hotas. Um, As, Jimmy and I, not being Hotas folk, uh, when talking about it on a previous episode, uh, uh, didn't really give it uh, as much attention as uh, probably. Uh, several people in our organization uh, would like so. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, let me let me sum up. Let me sum up. This is this was this is a summation of that show. Hey, hey, Gleep, this is a thing about Hotas. Oh yeah, look, there's a thing about Hotas. Oh, that's nice. interesting. Mm-hmm. Great. How do you Moving how do you on. say this again? Hotas. Yeah, that's let's, Ho- let's Ho- call it something else. Ho- 
Is oh, it hot? God. You, you hot, both, hot as? Hot all of you are giving me terrible heartburn right now. It's hot as what? They don't even tell you what it is. Like, ultimate hot as. I mean, what? seriously. Really hot as what? Tabasco? Let's finish the sentence, people. That's hot. Gosh. Ghost peppers? Because those are hot. Um, are we Sci-tech done yet? has uh, some uh, hot, hot as coming out uh, <laughs> uh, soon here. We discussed on the previous show that they have put off the pre-order uh, to better align with the actual ship date. So um, we've got more time. Because uh, the first offering, I think, is going to be just 2,000 units. So anyway, uh, we went to our expert, who is Mr. Ace, and said, uh, Mr. Ace, what should we be looking for in the uh, in the HOTAS uh, from the SciTech in the forthcoming offering? All of our hopes, all of our dreams are wrapped up and in your... Her life is in your hand, dude. Okay. Well, so you'll notice that I'm prepared. You'll look in the uh, my in-the-loop segment. I've actually got an extension for housekeeping. Uh, and I mentioned the hotel discussion, so there you go. Yay! Yeah, you have three lines in a picture. That's a lot for you. I, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> is that um, that link to that picture? Is that your rig? No, that is not my rig. I wish it was. It should be. Uh, I was gonna say it should be. That's amazing. I want to be mine. I don't even use one. Yeah. See. Yeah. Aw, kitty. Totally. Right. So that's 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 the Thrustmaster uh, uh, Warthog Hotas Warthog setup. And, mm. and if if you want a Hotas to shoot for. There it is. Uh, wow. Now, for the for the viewing audience at home, uh, you will, or the listening audience at home, you'll see, eventually see a link to this in the show notes. But uh, what this is is uh, this is a full on um, flight simulator uh, seat with the thruster and the um, the pedals and the whole rigmarole and a delightful kitty. Yes, kitty. Yeah. So so, Gleep <laughs> is enamored by the cat, un- un- unsurprisingly. Oh. Um, in any case, so yeah, you've got the yoke on one side, the uh, throttle assembly, and all of those fantastic switches on the left, and you've got, yeah, you've got the, the rudder pedals in the middle. Um, I would love to run a set like this one day. Unfortunately, uh, I was born a lefty, and as such, this setup doesn't work for me. Um, I have used HOTAS systems before. I've used the X-52, um, and it was a dream to use, but it felt really awkward in my hands. Um, Where, where's the trackball? Well, it's not that. It's that you look on the left-hand side in that picture. See how the Hodas on, on see how on the Thrustmaster uh, throttle. See how it curves from the, from the it gets bigger from the left to the right. Yes. That's so it sits in your left hand comfortably. Yeah. Now, if you're a right hand, if you're a left hand pilot, my joystick is in my left hand, and trying mm-hmm. to put that right hand that throttle into my right hand is really uncomfortable. Doesn't sit mm-hmm. well. Um, so, ideally, what I'd like to have is basically a reversed system of this, um, where all the controls are reversed. You see that right-hand stick over there? Mm-hmm. That's got that little thumb button, the little ha- uh, little hat stick that's poking out. Put that yep. in my left hand, that's going to push into my palm. So, it's a yep. little uncomfortable. But yep. this system is definitely what we're looking for in terms of hopes and dreams. Um, from what I understand, they are doing a range of products, everything from a standard like a T-16000 or a little SciTech uh, Fly 5 or, or version 1, which is just a little single stick with a couple of buttons and a little tiny throttle on the bottom, up to and including uh, something that is approaching this scale. Uh, the one big difference between what these all have and what the Star Citizen unit has is a, is a built-in integrated keyboard. Which is something I've never seen with a HOTAS uh, setup before. Oh, there you go. So they have a built-in keyboard that's going to go with this setup 
that if you want the whole shebang, you can have all three units. Uh, there are no pedals, as far as I'm aware, but pedals are easy to find. You can get them online for uh, a fair amount, and, and they're pretty easy to configure. It's just an axis. Uh, now, it was on a, 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 an issue or an episode of Reverse the Verse or, or a, a similar show where someone uh, asked Sandy about uh, about uh, the left-handed uh, setup, and she said that uh, she was going to talk to uh, SciTech about that. So um, I have high hopes. I, yeah, I, yeah. if if uh, CIG, and this is this is my shout out to you, CIG. I hope you're listening, Chris Roberts. Uh, if you guys. <laughs> If you guys wow. put down money for a left-handed Hotas, I would give you all of the monies for it. That it's been my dream to have a left-handed Hotas, and since all of them are for basically all of them are for right-handed pilots, I've been stuck with flying as a left-handed pilot. Granted, I've made it work for me. The unique mouse, keyboard, and joystick setup that I run allows a, an incredible amount of uh, fine-tuning and and uh, setup. Um, and I've even uh, toyed with uh, running dual joysticks. So, uh, one joystick on one side, a keyboard in the middle, and then a joystick on the other. Which, apparently, from what they've said, you could do with their setup. That their joysticks are supposed to be ambidextrous, and yet you could have a Star Citizen rig that is, instead of a, a second, uh, instead of a HOTAS, it'd be two sticks and a keyboard. That'd be interesting. Are, uh, Star Citizen branded. I would like to see someone fly that. I want to see like, the top down and watch their hands and what they're doing. I've talked to a couple of people who, have, who are experimenting with it and i experimented it at one point but the two sticks that i had were so different from each other yeah. that getting them to work together because i was using i was using my uh thrustmaster t1600 and then i unplugged the 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 throttle quadrant from the x50 x52 and was using that in my right hand and the the stiffness in the two joysticks is so different that it got really difficult to get comfortable so, so there you go. There's my my twenty five cents on Hotas. So, will you consider getting one uh, when they come out if they um, if they uh, meet your um, if uh, if they put out a left hand system or if they make them ambidextrous where you could set up two of them in a heartbeat. All right. So, by all the monies, how many monies are we actually talking? Like all all of them. A fair amount. Turns out all a of the monies. That's a lot. Quite a bit. Uh, at, at the risk of, More than two? of ang- angering my wife quite a bit. <laughs> More than two. More than two. So two She's in the background I'll shaking fists right now. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, uh, thank you, Ace. I mean, and do you, what do you think about uh, the use of HOTAS for um, uh, the sort of flight mechanic that we have now in Star Citizen uh, as opposed to um, something like IL-2, uh, which is, you know, based upon, like, real, you know, control surface uh, flying. Well, part of the the big difference between IL-2 and Star Citizen, obviously, is the multidirectional nature of Star Citizen. Flying in Star mm-hmm. Citizen is much more akin to flying a helicopter. And as right. a result, uh, helicopter controls are very different. You have, instead of a yoke, or instead of a throttle, you have what's referred to as a collective that changes the rotation of the blades and changes mm. the way that you get lift on the helicopter. Um, so you need something that's a little bit more omnidirectional. Uh, with a with a an IL two, you just you know throttle up, throttle down, and you have some neat switches. Um, but if you're flying with two sticks, the nice thing is that you could pitch over, you know, pitch forward with your uh, traditional stick, and then you could uh, you know 
yank the second stick to the left or the right, and you could strafe while you're tumbling forward. Oh, Something so that some you could do crazy, crazy acrobatics. Yeah, I, I have. I when hmm, I experimented with using the X fifty two stick, when I was able to focus enough to fly with them, uh, I was able to do some maneuvers that I cannot do currently because they're it's because you could you can do stuff like going forward, going backwards. You know, you can roll over uh, like do a backflip essentially. Uh, there are all sorts of interesting maneuvers that you can do with a double stick setup that's configured properly that with a traditional hotos is a lot more difficult. Okay. Okay. The well, uh the mouse is also a very interesting uh looking as well. It is. It is. So Uh so there's that's a- that's my discussion for hotos, really. I don't have a whole lot else to to offer. Um so there's a mouse in this picture with the cat? No, no, no. I I was uh eat, eat, <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm uh, I just googled uh some of the uh, the Star Citizen peripherals, and oh. uh, they have a uh, they have a mod for what they want to do for a mouse, uh, for the headphones, uh, for the full keyboard suite. I'm not um, a big fan of that really mouse. I'm not a big fan of that mouse setup. The, Neither the, am I. The angular, um, I, uncomfortable grip looks. It, it it seems a little odd. It's probably just a concept, though. I don't think yeah. we've seen. Well, an you know actual, the, the, um, the keyboard setup is actually. I actually looked into it. Uh, SciTech has a keyboard that is essentially what they're doing for. Right, uh, four star citizen. Now I didn't, and it had the kind of the modular parts in it. I did not see a Hotas attachment to that. I don't believe, and I was looking through their their uh, uh, their marketing stuff on the site, um, but it did have attachment points for other things. You could kind of rotate things around and move around, like the, the numpad, some other stuff. You kind of attach things different ways depending on how you worked it. So they have that modular system already in place. So I think what they're doing is just building out on that a bit. And I think, yeah, so I think they're going with a theme as far as the mouse goes. I think it's more like it's in that theme, you know. All right. Well, um, Ace, going forward, why don't we revisit the, the HOTAS conversation uh, whenever you feel like something has developed that is of interest. So uh, sure. we have a, a, a lot of folks out there that are interested, I'm sure. And so um, let's, uh, let's, keep, uh, let's keep it alive for them, shall we? Fair enough. All right. Um, Do we so, have enough to go through the rest of this, or do you just want to call it a, call it good on that? And it's a fairly thir- thorough discussion to begin with. Um, why don't we, um, if you don't mind, why don't we save this for next week, and okay. uh, we'll, we'll we'll move on uh, to Mark's uh, segment here real quick, just because we are we are uh, starting to back up a little bit. That's fine by me. That Jimmy. All right. And and, and to my condolences to Dietrich and to Fu. Uh, we'll talk about our experiences over the weekend, uh, and maybe even discuss them later on when we get to you know, the, the hangout um, on a later date. So my apologies, guys. All right. So, Mark. How What's happening going? outside the wire? Pew, 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 Medic, medic. Oh, my. Welcome to Outside the Wire. I'm your host, the maddest of cows, Mark. <laughs> oh God, are you foaming at the mouth? A little bit. Always foamy. Now, Mark, I've had this on the notes for the last two weeks, and we've gone over it, so I just want to touch on this real, yeah, real you know quickly. What? I'm going to stop um, right there. I put them in my notes so that I remembered to talk about them because zing. we have let it go so long. And I was scanning through yours, and I thought, oh, my gosh, we got to talk about this. Oh, it's happening. Right. First things first, just as Gleep said, we mentioned this. Uh, we, we meant to have it in there a couple weeks ago, and it's still going on, so it's not a big deal, but... Uh, there is an expansion coming out for Arma. Uh, it's in quarter two of this year. 
Um, and right now, if you get it from Bohemia Interactive, uh, it's, uh, is the uh, is that the company that makes Arma? Uh, it's twenty uh, percent off of the expansion. So I believe it, it looks like if you do the math, it's like a thirty-five dollar expansion. They're selling it for like twenty-seven, twenty-eight now. So if you plan on getting it anyway, like I do, save yourself seven bucks. If not. There you yeah, go. exactly. If not, if you want to wait for it, that's fine. And it does link to the Steam account, so there's no, you know, you don't have to worry about you know anything weird or anything like that. It's not a big deal. Uh, now, will they give you a key to uh, to punch in to your Steam account when it becomes available? Yeah, well, I did it. And what it does is it links the. Uh, they send. Uh, it's all done kind of through them and Steam, since basically you can only play the game through Steam. They're very good with that. So they've uh, as soon as I purchased it, it then did a link. You know, asked me, do you want to link this to the Steam account? You hit yes, and it links you in, logs you into your Steam account. You, you log. It takes you to Steam site, you log in your Steam account, and links the, the game directly with Steam. So it's a very, very uh, streamlined process, and uh, as far as I can tell, it works fine. Now, the expansion's not out, so who knows? Maybe it, you know, maybe come day one, it'll be all you know, crazy, but I strongly doubt that, considering the uh, relationship they've had with Steam uh, and the length of time they've been doing that. So I think it'll be, I think it'll be a safe bet. Let me throw you a curveball here, mm-hmm. Mark. Um, I saw a link on the Twitters earlier uh, this evening, and it is an announcement that Arma 3 and DayZ Studio confirm VR title in active development. Interesting. So, so Bohemia Interactive, uh, the developers behind popular titles Arma 2, 3, and DayZ, confirmed that it is actively developing a game for VR. Now, here's the interesting bit. They wouldn't say what genre, but they did say in the job posting that scrolling 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 keep those um, mouses scrolling candidate should possess a passion for space and exploration interesting oh, interesting wow. very interesting well and you know they're interesting you should mention that uh, the VR aspects I uh, was trying out a um, uh, an Oculus DK2 so uh, it, can, I, can I say who, who uh, loaned me that we keep that a secret I, I, I think we're, we're, we're keeping okay. the who a secret, but that it, it's a, a, a It friend. is a friend, and I sincerely appreciate it. I really wanted to try these, but I did not have... I mean, I, I, I couldn't justify picking up, a, you know, trying Oculus or one of these other ones out without having, you know... Or I shouldn't say, I couldn't justify spending the money without trying them out first. Because I do have a, a motion sickness issue, uh, not unlike uh, Jimmy. And I was curious to see how it worked. And I mean to tell you, I got it working. Took the while, took a while. Got working with Arma 3. Um and it, I was sick as a dog. So oh yeah, really? I you know I tried and oh, I you know I even man. gave it up one day. I thought you know what? I'm going to come back to this. I'm going to try it again. And you know what? It's it's so weird because the focal points are just off just a little bit. And I tried you know tried mixing with them, try to get them. You know, I mean it's very granular. You know what I was able to do with it, and the frame weights were okay and everything like that. But man, I mean you just it just messes with my depth perception, and it really really made me sick. So. Unfortunately, I you know I won't be uh, probably won't be picking one up. Yeah, I'll try again some other time. You know, it's something I'm very interested in. And honestly, being able to what I, when I was playing with it before I started feeling not you know completely too nauseous. I was you know looking around doing some stuff and it was really immersive. Um, so if you don't have a motion sickness problem, I would highly suggest you give it a try. Find a friend, look online or something like that, and really just really think about it because the immersion was impressive. And there are some uh, good programs out there. The one I ended up using was Vorpix, V-O-R-P-X, uh, and that helps convert basically any non, uh, you know, non-supported title uh, to 
uh, to a to a 3D environment, so you can do it on those. And it, was, it takes some takes some uh, takes some working of some configs, but uh, it's it's definitely worthwhile. Some good. So did you try was, with Arma? I did try it with Arma. Yeah. On the uh, on the the DK2 because that's what that's the test mm-hmm. unit, right? Correct. Was uh, was there any um, setting to adjust to to dial down? I guess the um, the intensity. Yeah, there was. There are 3D. You can do kind of a, you can you can kind of adjust the 3D ishness of it if you want to. I want to call it that? And uh, you know, getting your viewing uh, your this your viewing angles. I guess your man. Field of view, there you go, FOV. Your field of view, you can adjust mm-hmm. that accordingly. And uh, they were saying it's supposed to be about a 120, which you're supposed to be going for. But uh, yeah, you can adjust all that stuff. It's very granular. You really can get in there and adjust it. But, um, you know, it was just, it was really weird. Just a strain on my eyes and just a little bit off. And it just, man, I mean, it, it's one of those things like, you know, if you get motion, if you get motion sick, if you're, if it's just a, a touch off, oh, man, it's rough. Yeah, rough. that's that's yeah. that's exactly what I was worried yeah. about. Do you get um, do you get you know the uh, the uh, the the egg spinning ride at like the fair? Oh, I can't do them. No, no. Yeah, okay. Curl I can't. I can't do it either. Curl in a yeah, second. yeah. I can't do it yeah. either. Okay. Yep. Ah, oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. So yeah, it, it, I have relatively. I would say I'd have somewhere between moderate and severe motion sickness issues. So keep that in mind too. I was able to play a little bit and get in there and do some stuff, and it wasn't. I wasn't. You know, falling over dead, but man, it took me a good hour, took me a good hour and a half, two hours to you know for my everything to calm back down afterward and just be back to normal. So, oh wow, yeah. Now, given that, I mean, that it, it can take a while, and I was playing for probably a good hour before that. You know, just kind of seeing how far I could push it and if I could adjust things to get it right and you know kind of make it okay. But uh, to no avail. My uh, my we, we uh, my wife and I went to uh, Disney. We stayed at the Disney Resort for an extended weekend for our anniversary, and she was like, "I have to take you on the Tower of Terror." And I'm like, well, she's like, I know you get motion sickness, but it's just up and down. It's just a drop. You should be fine with that. I'm like, yeah, I should yeah, be fine. Why not? With that. Yeah, let's, let's try it. Out. Let's yeah. go ahead and do it. What I didn't realize was, and Mark, you probably agree with me. If you if you see the horizon, you're, you're usually you're in pretty good shape. Yep. It's, it's in pitch it's when black. You, it's when you don't see the horizon, which is why I can't do Space Mountain. I got very sick on Space Mountain, so I I, I just assumed, well, it's an up and down drop. I should be fine. So we went and did Tower of Terror, and I got off and immediately had to go back to the room for a good three and a half hours before I could even function. Yeah, there are sometimes. Wow. Yeah, I used to be. I used to love roller coasters. I've been motion sick. Yeah, I've always had motion sickness, so it's been an issue that I've always had. But uh, we used to do. Yeah, yeah we used to do roller coasters where you know I could do depending on the roller coasters, I could do two or three back to back ish. Uh, depending on what they are, but then after that, man, I'm done. I mean, for good, yeah. I mean, it's going to take me a couple hours before I can go back on. Do you know what the key is that I found to riding roller coasters like that is? Look in the direction you're traveling. Don't? Oh. Like you're flying, yeah. Oh, yeah, like sure. flying yes. a jet or yeah. Yeah. in a plane. And that goes, like, that goes for yeah, all motion sickness, too. If you can see it or if you're the yeah. driver of the car, things like that, you know, allows your body to compensate. One, There are a lot of different tricks that, I mean, I'm sure Jimmy's learned them over the years, too, to, to kind of compensate a little bit for that and help lessen it. But, uh Ooh, yeah. So anyway, VR. Yeah, it's it's. You know what? If you got motion sickness, I would say go ahead and pass on it now, uh, or uh, it's such yeah, a or really check, really you know, find a friend that's willing to let you just try it out for a couple of days and you know, really see if it's going to work for you or not. But uh, don't dwell too much more on that. Uh, hit. I know we're running a little bit behind, so I'm gonna hit quickly on a few things. There are a couple things I really want to really want to talk about. So uh, I will say as I kick my notes over to the other page. There we go. Uh, uh, RP night. Uh, last Tuesday, and I'm sure Gleep was there, so I'm sure he will attest to this, uh, was a huge success. Uh, 
That was all right. Yeah, uh-huh. oh, <laughs> I enjoyed it. It was awesome. Yeah, it was, it was really awesome. good. Time. Johnny did an amazing. He job. did. He did Thank a fantastic so much, Johnny, job. Yeah, he did a fantastic job. So anyone that's interested in it, please by all means show up. Uh, we had thirteen uh, ish, twelve to thirteen people show up last time, and uh, it was really fun. Uh, we made a squad. Uh, I'll give you a quick recap of the story, so anyone that didn't did miss it can catch up and uh, you know feels a part of it. Uh, we were a unit who was uh, tasked with finding a couple scientists that were in a military base on a, uh, a uh, an island that was uh, there was a warring two warring factions a rebel faction and a uh, uh, I believe it was I believe it was Russian so it was Russian and rebels I believe um, and uh, we were tasked with getting across uh, across the island picking up these scientists from this enemy camp get them out there uh, and we ended up getting to the you know, we ended up uh, uh, getting. Um, so we got dropped in by Halo or by by Hilo uh, on a beach. We ended up climbing up there. We set up a, a fantastic uh, kind of Overwatch uh, position with uh, with our sniper team, as well as a good base of fire um, with our kind of our weapons team. And then uh, you know moved in some guys uh, to go secure the you know secure the uh, the base as well as the uh, the scientists. We ended up getting there, uh, and all hell broke loose. Uh, there were all kinds of reinforcements coming in there. We ended up taking, you know, it took a long time to get these these uh, hostages secured. And in that time, there were a lot of reinforcements coming in. And uh, we held our own, uh, barely by the skin of our teeth, uh, we were trying to do these things. And uh, we ended up finally getting out, uh, exfilling to our, or getting to our exfil uh, point. Uh, when we got there, uh, we essentially walked into a, to a small base filled with... Uh, uh, armor. Yeah, there was there were several different armored uh, units available uh, in there. Essentially, uh, APCs uh, and IFVs, which are infantry fighting vehicles or uh, armored personnel carriers. A little bit different, but doesn't really matter. Essentially, uh, several of those. Uh, and 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 in true marine fashion, uh, we attacked. So we did manage to do it. Uh, <laughs> and uh, lo and behold, uh, our our twelve man squad. With no uh, no real heavy ordnance organic to the squad, we managed to take the uh, uh, take the fort. Uh, we held it from counterattack, and it ended with uh, Johnny calling in. Uh, we did call in for uh, for Exfil uh, for a Hilo unit. Uh, we called them in. They ended up getting shot down. Uh, and the evening ended with us uh, essentially securing the base and deciding that's where we're going to make our. Uh, our base of so operations. So we're stranded now, aren't as we? we as we go forward, and we are stranded behind enemy lines in the middle of a war between two uh, two two different factions. So that's kind of where we left off. Uh, really looking forward to see what he's got in store for us next week. Uh, this week, actually, I should say tomorrow. When you're hearing this, it will have already happened. So uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully, anyone that did uh, will be there. If not, uh, we'll catch up next week, and uh, you know, hopefully, uh, we'll kind of see you uh, see the following. You'll hear it, and you'll be intrigued, and you'll just miss kind of one week's uh, a bit of it. But uh, other than that, uh, yeah, I'm I'm already bummed that I'm going to miss week after. Next, right. Yeah. So. Well, you know, we'll yeah, yeah. Hopefully, we'll have some other people in there and help out. Yeah, because we're definitely definitely excited about it. Um, I will say uh, it's a little bit different. I typically uh, in, the, in the Marines, I never got to a squad level uh, command, so uh, you know I only did uh, one tour or one, uh, yeah, essentially one one enlistment. So uh, having to run as a uh, squad slash platoon leader, uh, given you know, kind of the, the units that we had, it really wasn't. You know, it was a squad size, but the units were a little bit in the coordination with the uh, with commands a little bit different. But uh, it's more platoon leader type. But uh, regardless, <laughs> it was new to me. Uh, I like to think I did an okay job, but I definitely learned some lessons as well. So you know, it's not just it's not just the uh, people that aren't veterans learning. It's you know right there with you. But regardless, uh, 
One thing I want to touch on really quickly, I know we're running too little, uh, a little bit uh, over, but I want to kind of touch on the point of a, of a mill sim. Uh, Johnny set it up so it was very mill sim-ish, uh, which means military simulation-ish. Uh, uh, the radio frequencies were very important. Um, you know, we had our you know, squad leader, uh, our team leaders, uh, things like that. We were you know, very, he was very careful to uh, tailor the mission around a, like I said, a, a sim type environment. So much more structured, but not prohibitive, if that makes sense, uh, in terms of what mm-hmm. we're doing. And I just wanted to quickly touch, what, what do you guys, how do you guys feel about that? Is that something that scares you off? If someone says, hey, it was kind of a mill sim group, do you, I mean, is it something you, you say, oh, that's interesting, I wonder how they do that? Or, oh, gosh, that sounds really, really, you know, that sounds like a, a whole lot of people yelling at you. Well, I, I, I think it's, it's a really good thing in that it's, it's got structured play, which, you know, with, you know, run and gun FPS games is really lacking to my, um, to my thinking. And um, and because everybody um, involved with the Black Guard is so welcoming and helpful and um, nice, I mean, there's there's no there's nothing to be scared of, and there's just so much to learn. And it's I think it's so much more fun when you have a coordinated effort that is successful, like it was on uh, on last Tuesday. Um, so I, I think it's um, it's a real positive thing uh, for me. I would agree. I also would like to say that I think to some degree you just sort of fall into it. Like if, if everybody else is doing, you pick up some of the lingo and, and you sort of begin to learn what's going on and you fall into the position. It's also worth noting that even if even if you're coming into it for the first time, you're not going to be thrown into a team leader or a squad leader role or even forced to do the RTO role right away. So you have to know all this stuff. I know that um, we were discussing rotating the RTO position. And if that actually happens, we end up doing that. I'm, not, I'm going to want personally to study up on, on, on you know what the proper phrasing and information is. But if that's not something you're interested in, you know, just you know, take commands and, and work together as a unit. And 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 uh, you know, we like you said, it's not something that we like. We're not. We, no one gets uh, bad mouthed for not using the exactly correct uh, terminology. Um, and even Johnny made the concession that if if you know. If you need to call in artillery support, you know, and you, but you don't know, you know, the what is it, the, the nine line form for mm-hmm. calling in artillery, yep. you don't necessarily need it. He'll he'll work with you to make sure it gets on on target. Yeah, and that's the way the real military is too. I mean, you know, we call in stuff all day, like Casavac or something like that. Yeah, you can't remember that stuff. The guys that are taking you know taking the information will get the information they need and relay it on. You know, they'll ask you the questions if you don't get it. And that's the way it is in the military too. But uh, you know, if you do have that information, obviously that's where you want to go. But uh, Jimmy, what what are your thoughts on that? Um, I think it's really cool. Um, I, I would love to make some time to try and get into do the RP uh, the RP events. Poor uh, Jimmy, that's kind of right up my alley. Um, but no, I, for me personally, I wouldn't want to assume um, a leadership role. Um, I'm completely happy uh, taking commands. Uh, I'm I'm all about. I, I would love the opportunity to really kind of learn. Uh, those tactics and and just become proficient at them Uh, not really because I want to consistently like I don't necessarily want to be a member of the black guard but I do want to be able I I do want to know those skill sets and be able to help in a pinch you know what I mean yeah oh definitely and one and the thing is is that even if you aren't necessarily part of the black guard I wouldn't necessarily I, I spend perhaps an inordinate amount of time on the arm of server to begin with 
but I don't necessarily consider myself a functional part of the Black Guard just because my focus in the most part is flying. But knowing how to clear a room with with people yeah. with you, that's super uh, important. No, yeah. absolutely. I think that's is very critical. Um, you know, and for me, I mean, you know, my my character, what I'm going to be playing in Star Citizen is a smuggler and very much kind of on his own, you know, doing his own thing. But he does have previous military experience, and I do want to. You know, if we need to clear a room, I don't want to be the odd man out that's like, Leroy Jenkins! Right? I go right down the middle, right? This is fine. What's going on, guys? Is that a bad <laughs> yeah, guy or a good exactly. guy? I'll just shoot him and figure it out later. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and that's the type of thing that, yeah, that's, that's the whole reason we're around, is to kind of help people through that. We don't expect everyone to be, to be, uh, to be experts. Uh, Johnny and my whole goal was to make, make what we call, you know, essentially being um, casual but proficient. You know, know right. what you're doing, but you don't have to do it all the time. You know, but if you're getting a pinch, you guys know how to work together. You know the lingo. You know how to communicate with each other effectively and what that communication means so that you can use it to your advantage. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so real quick, I, we, we're running out of time. I want to hit real quickly, uh, just on, uh, there was the division beta was last weekend. We had a whole bunch of people get in. I know I had a pre-order, so I've got it. Uh, several, you know, Lots of people pre-ordered it. Lots of people got in on, on the thing. Uh, lots of people got in on, uh, I think, contests and whatnot. Uh, quick, if no one knows, so I can guarantee you there'll be quite a few people playing it when it comes out on March 8th, if anyone's interested. Uh, I will certainly still be playing Arma. I will also be playing this, uh, and a lot of other people will as well. Uh, there will definitely be a lot of Blackguard people in there, um, and we've had much success playing with that. The tactics we're learning in Arma carry over very nicely into this game, extremely nicely. It is a cover shooter. The way I describe it is it plays a lot like Mass Effect. Uh, without that uh, pausing feature, and that your companions are real players, essentially, uh, and obviously that would be handy. Yeah, and obviously that the that the uh, that the timeline is you know current. Uh, it's it's a, it's kind of like right now, as opposed to you know in the future and whatnot. But other Having than that, played Mass Effect, I can I can honestly say I would rather have people who knew what they were doing yeah. than Liara constantly getting in my way of fire. No kidding. Yeah, but anyway, so it's it's in it's that kind of way. There's there's a good PvP uh, uh, portion to it that is a lot of fun. Uh, I think it's got some. It's, it looks from what we've played. Uh, it's only up to about level eight or so. Uh, it looks like it should be fun as long as they've got some content. Excuse me. As long as the storyline's good, and the kind of end game stuff is large enough to keep people interested in, in a meaningful way without being you know ridiculous. And there isn't too much of gaming the system. You know, if it gets too too. Uh, too one-sided with anything, you know, people aren't going to play. So as long as they keep the balance pretty good, it should be good. But anyway, uh, that's all I have. I'll leave the rest of it, I think, till next week, uh, unless anyone else has any questions for me. I have no. a brief shout-out to Johnny, Fu, and Lazy. This is, I promised them I would do this during your segment. Uh, last night we did a, a FOB hunt on the armor server, and we took bets as to who could guess where the FOB was closest. I managed to guess right and I said, you know, whoever gets right, guesses right, will get a, a shout out on the podcast. But they all made pretty good guesses. Uh, so that's it. There you guys go. Gave you your shout out yourself. <laughs> Just shout no. out to himself. Shout, shout out to myself. Wait, no. Pat yourself on the back, I, I wanted, wow. Pat yourself wanted, on the back. I wanted to comment. I wanted to make sure that they got their their uh, their mentions as well. So, all right. There you well. go. I, you know what, I, I guys, I think you know this. All this training that we're we're doing, and we're having fun at the same time doing it. Um, we are just going to own faces in Star Citizen, oh, without question. That's the hope. Yeah, without question, that really should be a very yeah. valuable uh, portion of our skill set to offer members or uh, you know or friends. Absolutely. 
All right. Well, let's see. Uh, let's see how quickly we can get through the rest of this. Uh, we did have our Sunday meetup last night. Uh, we had about 20 people that logged in uh, to the TeamSpeak server, uh, or that, there were about 20 on there uh, a bit before 6 when I logged in. And uh, lots of guys were playing armor. A few of us were in the Star Citizen channel. Um, as uh, as uh, folks wrapped up what they were doing in Arma, several guys joined us in Star Citizen. Um, uh, Mark, um, uh, what? Uh, well, I guess we'll, we'll just sort of uh, 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 take it that uh, Ace reported that you guys were kicking Fanny and taking names. So oh, yes. We'll call that uh, Yeah, we did very successful. well. Yeah. Okay. In Star Citizen, we played some Capture the Core, which uh, has this weird feature now where if you take the core, the goal ring uh, prolapses and the intersection of it follows you around like a giant tiara. Yes, it is strange. It is as strange as it sounds. You should go experience it for yourself. Um, and the PU was not particularly accessible last night, so after a couple of hours, most of us went back into Arma, and we helped take a radio tower and a factory. Liberation is a lot of fun. So the nights that we're not doing the RP, currently we're doing the Liberation campaign, uh, where it's just basically clear, clearing a, a map, right, Mark? Yeah, basically taking it, yeah, it was what they call a capture of the island. So basically you're capturing all these points in the island, and the, the goal is to take the whole island. Okay, so we're, we're working on that when we're not doing the RP on Tuesday nights, so um, that's a lot of fun. So definitely uh, come out and uh, join up for that. Um, uh, Ace, did you have something that you wanted to mention about last night real quick? Just a shout-out to both Fu and Dietrich. Um, the, I'm, all, I'm a full of shout-outs tonight. Um, uh, both of them uh, were engaged in some Star Citizen-related uh, stuff. With uh, Fugak and I, we went into the asteroid field and uh, had a, uh, a dogfight in and among the asteroids in Yella, which mm-hmm. was a lot of fun. Uh, oh, dodge, dodging and weaving around the asteroids and taking fire and, and dodging rocks at the same time was a blast, and I cannot wait. It's something we'll discuss more in depth next week because it's, it's something that I wanted to talk about. And then um, uh, uh, Dietrich and I did some high-speed intercepts. Uh, I was working on some of my, my theories for high-speed intercepts of the Vanguard, and so we did some combat at cruise speeds, which was very different from... Flies a lot more like fighters, like actual jets. A lot of big, wide turning, uh, a lot of S, you know, S banks back and forth, and a lot of uh, high-speed passes. Uh, and it was a lot of fun. Again, more on that in the, in the future on next week. But uh, that, that's what we did, and it was nice to be able to get some... some Attacking uh, and defending on multi-cruise ships, and seeing what that's like with uh, with vessels. So, all right. Well, I think that the key uh, uh, theme that is running through all of this is that we're having fun. So uh, definitely, uh, come I got join to, us. Uh, I got to chat with Ace. I uh, I managed to get in <laughs> last night. I, I totally missed the meetup, but I was able to get in from ten to eleven and just just do an hour's worth of gameplay because I I tried all weekend to play and it just didn't happen. And I was like, man, I have to get a little time on the stick. So I jumped in last night, and Ace was Ew. still around <laughs> flying on the stick. <laughs> oh, all right. Why would you want yeah, to do well, such he, a thing? While he was doing that, I was in the hangar messing with uh, modifications for the Vanguard and discovered that the giant size uh-huh. 4 cannon that you can put on the Cutlass and the Hornet, you can mount that on the nose of the Vanguard. Oh, God. Nice. Well... Point is, everybody's having fun. <laughs> please, silence. please come out and join us. And speaking of join us, we have new members. Those guys were ships, guys. We are 283 members strong. 
Nice. Yeah. Since last time, Wilson joined us, said, love listening to your podcast and would be honored to be a part of your crew. I joined back in 2013 with a 300i and also looking to get a freelancer. I look forward to exploring the verse with respectful and fun people. Well, I hope he'll come out and play with us instead. <laughs> you see what I did? No, he means us. Um, and I like, I like his name, Funisher. That's a good name. Funisher. Funisher. I like it. It's Punisher. like a, a happier yeah, version a good of one. Punisher. I was going to say, I'm going to punish you. If you don't do it's your like homework, a, you're going to get a punishment. Like a, like a clown on a vendetta or something. <laughs> vendetta clown. Blazing Bacon 910 joined us. Said, hello, I was looking for a Star Citizen podcast a few months ago, and I found y'all. I'm, I currently have a Mustang Delta that I'm absolutely in love with, and a Vanguard Warden, and an Aegis Saber. I also have a melted-down Freelancer MIS that I will be buying back very soon. I'm really looking forward to playing Star Citizen and Arma 3 with like-minded gamers. Hope to see y'all in the verse. Steadfast Outcast joined us, said, Hello, Versecast. Space operas have always had a place in my heart, and when I first... And when I was first introduced to Chris Roberts by way of Freelancer, that is when I knew that I was born too soon, damn it. Knowing that my shiny space cowboy dreams will never come to fruition, I've immersed myself in sci-fi culture and figured if I can't make my own tales in the verse, others would have to do it for me. When I first heard about Star Citizen, I was blown away by this ambitious dream, and seeing it grow through the years makes me hopeful for what's to come. What a time to be alive. I agree with that. I figure those guys with ships is keen on taking on bright and abled crew, and I consider myself a great man, well, a good man. Well, okay, I'm all right. Looking forward to changing the stars and being big damn heroes. See you in the skies. Find a crew. Find a job. Keep flying. As a Mustang Beta and a car, a car to all for now. Okay. It's been a few weeks, but I've got one here. Xeno Kitty. You think? Yeah. yeah I, I'd say you're in there. Let's go all with right. it. All right. Sorry for the informality, but I found Star Citizen about a year ago, looking up Space Engineers videos. When I saw this game, my eyes lit up. I was instantly grasped by the overwhelming aura of amazing this game was. I love the ships. I love how in-depth the game is with its roles and multi-crew functions. The fact that you can drive a capital ship around and blow things up, at least in the future, makes it the best space-themed space themed game I've ever seen, even though it's an alpha. Currently, I have a Merlin and an Aurora in my hangar. Welcome, Xeno Kitty. And then today, Jack Rabbit Seven joined us. Said, "Have been listening for years to the pod- for years to the podcast, though have been busy at work and playing out at Blackrock. Oh, Blackrock Desert. That's where um, uh, they do the Burning Man Festival. Hmm. Uh, living in Sacramento Davis area, so he's local to the Gleepster here. Um, am interested in any meetups in the future. Have signed up kids with a couple of ships, and am interested in getting them into the org as well. Please consider my application considered and accepted. Jackrabbit Seven, welcome to the group. Only if his Over kids on are the- Jackrabbit like eight through twelve or something. That or Jack be. Bunny. What's it? Yeah. What's a ba- like what's that. a baby Jack? What's Bunny. a baby Jackrabbit? Mm, are they pups or something like are that? They? I don't know. Something. I think it's weird. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we'll find Maybe. out. Um, over on the website, we've got some new members this week. Acid Monk joined us, as did Ghost Goat, The Final Cry, Adrian B, Steadfast Outcast, and Jav- uh, Javon Ron 456. 
So welcome, everybody. Good to have you on board. So those those are those are the latest in our 250 plus members on the website. So that's uh, it's great to have everybody out there contributing in the forums such as they do. All right, and we got an email from our buddy Commander Turd or Turd Commander is what he's going by now. That's that's interesting. Um, just to answer some questions, here is how my side of joining the instance with Jimmy went down. He messaged that he was in instance A17, but I did not enter that number into the elevator when I joined. All I did was go to the Universe tab and selected Port Olisar. It showed me a few instances, one of which I could see that Jackson was in there. I just spammed that instance. Furthermore, I don't think it was labeled as A17 like it was for Jimmy. I think it was A75. So the numbers don't match. Yeah, they don't match Yeah, up. I was going to say, I never noticed the okay. matchup. Yeah, either. It was just basically the name. Love, Turd Commander. Oh, yeah, one more thing. It was an, ex- an expletive blast. Thanks, Jimmy. So Turd had fun, too. <laughs> we had a good time. We jumped in as freelancer. Um, that was really the first time I've had an opportunity to... Uh, jump into a turret and and kind of see wh- where they're at with it, and uh, it needs work. <laughs> it's a little rough. Yeah, a little rough. And um, one of our uh, newer members, Jamster one two three four five six seven, asked us to wish his sister Jody a happy eighteenth birthday coming. Happy birthday, Jody! Happy eighteenth birthday! Happy birthday, to Jody! Happy birthday to you! Yay! Birthday to you! You know the patent on that? I actually expired. You can actually sing it now. That's yeah. right. That's yeah. I'm glad we don't have to pay a royalty. All right. Well, guys, I think we did it. Um, it's um, uh, we're looking forward to more releases to the PTU soon. I, I don't think I think the PTU is dark right now, but hopefully we'll be getting uh, uh, some fun stuff coming up in uh, release 2.2. Um, I read somewhere or heard somewhere that that's going to be our February release. So 2.2. Uh, hopefully we'll be getting some stuff to test uh, on that soon. And as always, um, our Sunday meetups, uh, do watch for the tweets. Um, I will miss y'all while I'm gone um, for the next, uh, will I be gone the next two Sundays? No, I'll probably miss just one Sunday. Uh, but anyway, um, I will, uh, from wherever I am, uh, send out a tweet uh, trying to remind folks. So. Please go to engine.com for all your site hosting needs. That is E-N-J-I-N.com. Be sure to check out Star Citizen the Base Radio at radio.starcitizenbase.com where you can find a rebroadcast of the previous week's Versecast every Saturday afternoon. You can reach the podcast by email at comms at versecast.org. On Twitter, we are at Versecast. Be sure to use the hashtag TGWS. Our RSI Star Citizen organization can be found at robertspaceindustries.com slash orgs slash Versecast. Please upvote us there on the RSI Community Hub and in the podcast and deep space radar sections. Links are in the show notes. On Steam, we are those guys with ships, and please do be sure to check out our gaming community website at versecast.org. Say goodnight, Gracie. My name is Glee, and all of my contact information is in the show notes. Jimmy? Uh, as always, all of my contacts are also in the show notes, but you can find me most chatty on Twitter, and you can find me every Thursday night, 9 p.m. PST, and Saturday, 1 p.m. PST, doing my show Quantum Drive on the base, uh, Star Citizen, the base radio. Uh, it is a mixture of uh, Star Citizen lore, a little storytelling, and some really cool music, so uh, check it out. Yes, do. Good night, Gracie. Uh, my name's Ace Azamine. <laughs> Um, so you can find all my, sh- my show notes in, or my information in the show notes, my, my contact notes. But most importantly, if you guys will watch your Steam notifications, uh, 
my Steam ID has changed. I am now <gasps> Ace Azamine on Steam. No. Ooh. Wow. Fancy. So there you go. I'm Ace Azamine. I'm like I'm like the only Jonto. I'm Ace Azamine everywhere. Fantastic. <laughs> well, I'm Mark. You can reach me at uh, let's see uh, the usual. I'm sure it's in the show notes. If not, MadCow1001 at gmail.com. Uh, you can always get me on Steam. MadCow with a K. Uh, I have a little purple uh, plush dinosaur in my picture. If you can't find it's me that way, adorable. it is fantastic. No idea where it came from, but I do remember putting the picture up there. Uh, other than that, <laughs> uh, you can get me at the magicjellydonut.com uh, for your own jelly donut <laughs> needs at any time, anywhere, any place. Jelly donuts. Can I just I, say it's 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 a beautiful it site. It's a wonderful well site, done, sir. I really well I I'm gonna go check it out, see if it's an actual site now. Because if it is, it'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrified with my, what, what, what might what actually might be. Up. You may have corrupted yeah. a bunch of people's It's bonds. possible. Uh, please make sure we are not joining NSFW sites before clicking on links. All right. There we go. Remember, kids, get your parents' permission before going online. <laughs> <laughs> uh, parental parental controls. Yeah. There. What's if, it's totally, if it's totally off the wall, I do apologize, and uh, hopefully your eyes aren't burned. <clears throat> <laughs> All right, well, until next time then, we are Those Guys With Ships, and this has been our community podcast. See you guys. Bye. Oh, adios? Yeah, just say hola. That's not correct. Oh. Sorry, I'm busy trying to type in the magicjellydonut.com, see what this actually goes to. <laughs> the magic. I have to go check this out. Now. Okay, come on. You guys got to sing with me. Come, come play with us forever, Danny. You lost me. Come play with us forever, <laughs> Danny. God, this thing again. <laughs> You're a disturbing vision. <laughs> really messed up. Oh, it's not even a sight.